Amen. Come on, let's give it up for our worship team. Let's continue to give them a shout of praise. Amen. That was a rock church worship original written by our very own Pastor Justin. Come on, he deserves one more hand clap like that. Awesome. What a great, what a great song. Hey, would you all take just a moment, would you all just tap your neighbor on the shoulder, maybe tap him on the hand and say, hey, today is going to be a great day because you showed up. That's right, today is going to be a great day because you showed up. Hey, if you don't know me, my name is Jeremiah. I'm our youth pastor here at the church. And so we are so grateful that you're here today. Uh, If I've not had a chance to meet you, we are really grateful that you're here. Uh, Something exciting has happened in my life over the past uh, several weeks or so. Uh, My wife and I, we had the incredible uh, privilege to adopt our son. I think we got a picture right there. And so we are thrilled about it. We're excited. Uh, He's been in our home for the past four years, and so we are uh, excited to finally get past this little bit. Uh, this little season. And so uh, I keep telling everybody that he's our one month old. They're like, he's one month? I'm like, yeah, I I mean, he's one month old to us right now. So anyways, we're super excited about that. So I appreciate all the love and encouragement over the past couple years. And and even all the love and encouragement that you've given our our son. We really appreciate that for our church family. Hey, uh, Pastor Kirk has been teaching in a series called Think River, Not Pies, uh, which is the title of his book. And so This book is based off of 66 life lessons from our pastor last year. He did 66 life lessons on Facebook, posted it, and uh, made it a book. And so we want to encourage you, if you've not had a chance yet, go out, buy the book. It's an incredible Christmas gift for somebody, maybe a stocking stuffer for somebody. It's going to bless them and it's going to encourage them in their life. And so last week, everybody say last week. Last week, I celebrated my 37th birthday. I know, listen, thank you. I know you guys are surprised. I know you guys think that I'm 28, and I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you very much. It makes me feel good. Uh, But I I figured, hey, I would love to share at least one life lesson that I have. And so uh, I want to share that today. And so would you all just take a moment? Can we just welcome in the presence of God in this place? You know, I believe that Jesus is already here, but I believe that prayer can open our heart to receiving him and what he has for us. So would you all just take a moment, would you all bow your heads and close your eyes? God, we just come before you. We thank you for your son that was born as a baby that grew and just brought salvation and change into our life from the cross to the burial and resurrection. We thank you for that. Jesus, we come before you. We pray over our, our, everybody in our church this week. God, as we get ready to celebrate your birth, uh, God, we just take this time and we ask for health and healing over people. God, as people get ready to travel, we pray for safety over their life. God, we just take this time and we pray over even our worship team and continue to keep them healthy. And, and as I'm hearing coughs, God, I'm praying healing over people right now. And so, God, I just take this time and I pray that, God, you'd use me as your vessel. Continue to uh, speak through me. God, you, uh, I pray over my voice right now that, God, it would be strong uh, over this next few moments. And, God, I thank you that, God, you allowed the, the Indianapolis Colts to win last night. And I praise you for that in your incredible, incredible name. And everybody's all across this room. Amen. Amen. Hey, if you guys can, can you, guys, can you think back to one year ago today? 
Think back to one year ago. So December 17th, 2017. And if I were to ask you, what were you doing? Maybe where were you? How many of you, just by a show of hands, could remember what you were doing and where you were one year ago today? Okay, we got a few hands in the room. We got a few hands. I love it. I'm sure some of you guys can't even remember what you ate for breakfast two hours ago. So those who raised your hand, great job. Proud of that. So let me ask you this question. If, if you could think back to one year ago, maybe where were you at 5 a.m. in the morning? Anybody can remember that? If you can, raise your hand. Okay. I'm sure many of you guys are probably like, I was probably sleeping at 5 a.m. in the morning. That 5 a.m. does not exist until, like, my life does not exist until 6 o'clock in the morning. Like, sleeping in until at least 6 o'clock. And so I'm thinking back this past year, and I know exactly where I was and what I was doing one year ago today. One year ago today, at 5 o'clock in the morning, I was getting up because a friend had invited me to go work out. So I was getting myself ready to go work out, to go work out with some guys who I had no idea who they were, guys I had never met. And I went and I worked out. And I am proud to say that a year later, I continue to go and work out with that group of guys. Thank you. Y'all are like, Pastor Jeremiah, what does this have to do anything with about Jesus? Here's the thing. I want today, I want to talk about showing up. Everybody say show up. up. And so I want to title today's message, The Power of Showing Up. Everybody say just show up. Listen, if you've never heard me speak before, listen, you better be paying attention because I'm going to make you repeat after me. I'm going to make you say things. I want you to be engaged with me a little bit, okay? I don't need anybody like... I don't, I don't like those kind of people. And so I, I'm a big believer in taking notes, okay? And so studies show that when we take notes, it helps us to pay attention. And so if you're here today and you're like, I don't like this speaker. I don't like this guy. Like, he's boring. Listen, I'm sorry. But maybe if you, pay, if you take notes, maybe it'll engage you a little bit to pay a little bit more attention. You know, or you're thinking about what you're going to eat for lunch. You're thinking about, oh, I got to travel. I got this to do. I got these people to shop for. Listen, I want to encourage you to take notes because it can help you to engage and pay attention, right? But studies also show that if you take notes, it helps you to remember. So that way when you leave today, you can remember, what did Pastor Jeremiah talk about, right? And so today we're talking about showing up. Everybody say, just show up. And so I want to talk about two guys today that had the power of showing up. And so this story is in Acts chapter 1, verses 20 through 26. And I'm not going to take all time that I have today. So I'm going to get you guys out of here earlier than usual. Can I get an amen from somebody? Okay. And so Acts chapter 20, if you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn to there. And so this story picks up uh, in Acts chapter 1 right after Jesus has been crucified, been resurrected, and then ended up going up to heaven. So Acts chapter 20, or Acts chapter 1 verse 20 says, Peter continued, this was written in the book of Psalms where it says, let his home become desolate with no one living in it. It also says, let someone else take his position. So now we must choose a replacement for Judas from among the men who are with us the entire time we are traveling with the Lord Jesus. 
from the time he was baptized by John until the day he was taken from us. Whoever is chosen will join us as a witness of Jesus' resurrection. So they nominated two men, Joseph called Barsabbas, also known as Justice, and Matthias. Then they all prayed, O Lord, you know every heart. Show us which of these men you have chosen as an apostle to replace Judas in this ministry, for he has deserted us and gone where he belongs. Then they cast lots, and Matthias was selected to become an apostle, an apostle with the other 11. And so in this story, we see that Peter and the other disciples, they, they are looking for the replacement for Judas. If you know anything about the Bible, if you've ever read the Bible, you know that Judas, he was the one that betrayed Jesus, gave him over to the Romans, and, and ended up having Jews, or Jesus crucified, right? And so the disciples, they are looking for somebody to replace Judas. And so they set up this criteria, and they said, we need somebody who's been around for a while. We need somebody who's been here for the entire time, who's been a follower, who's been with us the entire time, all the way from the baptism, all the way to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so they were able to identify two, and the Bible tells us out of 120 believers. That's a lot of people, right? So they're able to identify two. And so we see that they, are, they identify these two men, Barsabbas also, and Matthias. And so if you've ever read the Bible, you know that this is the first mention of these two guys, right? Anybody ever read the Bible? Anybody know this? Okay, okay. See where my Bible readers are at today. And so this is the first mention of these two people. And so we really don't know anything about these guys. We don't know how old they are. We don't know where they came from. We don't know how they looked, their skin cut, like their hair color. We don't, maybe they were bald like this. Bald is beautiful. Can I get an amen from somebody? Like we don't know anything about them, right? But here's what we know about these two individuals. We can infer this one thing about these two incredible people, and it's this, is that they just showed up. Can everybody say they just showed up? And so we don't even know when they showed up. All we know is that they showed up from the baptism, at least at the baptism moment, right? So we don't know when they showed up, but we know at some point that they met Jesus. And they continued to show up after they met Jesus, right? And so we don't know when they met Jesus. We don't know how they met Jesus. Maybe they were at the right place at the right time when they met Jesus, we don't know if maybe they're on the side of the road, they're like on their way to a, a town and they see Jesus passing on the other side. They're like, hey, that guy looks like a, like a savior. Like that guy looks kind of cool. I like his brown flowing hair. I wanna hang out with that guy. But we don't know, maybe that was their story. We don't know, right? We don't know. Maybe they were one of the, the men that were on the boat that Jesus walks up and he says, hey, why don't you cast your nets to the other side, right? And so they cast their nets to the other side and they start pulling a boatload of fish out of, the, out of the, the, the water, right? We don't know. Maybe that was the moment that they met Jesus. Maybe they met Jesus at a temple where he was speaking at. 
Maybe a, a church service very similar to this. We don't know. Maybe they were at that church service. Maybe that morning it was raining outside and their parents were like, hey, you need to get up and go to church. And they're like, I don't want to go to church. It's raining outside. It's cold outside. I just want to sleep in my bed. And their parents are like, no, you better get your butt out of bed and go to church. And in that moment, maybe their life was completely forever transformed, right? And so let me just tell somebody today, get your kids in the church. You don't know what can happen. It can transform and change their life. None of this, I don't, I'm, oh, my kid just didn't want to go. Get your kid to church. Because here's the thing, their life was drastically changed forever. Their life was radically changed forever. Their life for, for I mean, for, we are now know their story because they met Jesus. And here's what I believe is that if you've ever truly met Jesus, anytime that those doors are open, you should want to be in the presence of God, right? You, it's not this, oh, it's raining outside, oh, I'm tired today. No, you should be like, hey, the doors are open, I'm going to church today. Because I met Jesus, I have a relationship with Jesus. I want to be in the presence of Jesus every single day, right? And it's not even just about coming to church, it's about showing up to reading your Bible. It's about showing up to being a part of worship. It's about showing up. Everybody say, just show up. And so we, they, they showed up in the, when they met Jesus. And so for the next three years, they continued to show up. They showed up not knowing what to expect. You know, was today, you know, when they showed up, was their, was their thought like, hey, today we're going to walk miles upon miles upon miles. They had no idea what to expect. They didn't know what to expect. Maybe that day they were going to face some level of persecution, but they still showed up. You know, we don't know. Maybe they thought, hey, today we're going to see Jesus do a miracle. We're going to see Jesus feed the 5,000. We're going to see him turn water into wine. We're going to see Jesus walk on water. Maybe we're going to see Jesus do incredible miracles. Or he's going to heal somebody. Or he's going to wreck someone from the dead. We don't know, but they didn't know what to expect, but they still showed up. They continued to show up because there is power in showing up, right? And so they showed up, even if they didn't feel like it. Well, I'm tired today, not feeling the greatest, you know, just had a late night last night. I'm just not going to go to church today. But they still showed up. They showed up even if they were tired. Because here's the thing. They knew this idea that they knew that if they showed up, something was going to happen. Because here's the thing, they, they're not like, oh, well, I got something better going on today. Because they could have said, I've got something better going on today. I can't go to church. I, I can't show up because, you know what, the Panthers are playing on TV, and I, I want to see them lose today again for the 12th time or whatever it is. I got to show up for that, right? <laughs> nobody, nobody wants to watch that. Nobody wants to watch the Panthers lose, right? And so, the like, you might be like, well, I've got something great. I, you know, my kid's got sports. My kid's got a thing. Listen, get your kid to church. Just show up. Again, because here's the thing. They knew that if they just showed up, something was going to happen. 
And so the point that I want to make today is this. And so if you guys are taking notes, and let me pause for just a moment, that I believe in taking notes, right? And so if you have a note, if you're taking notes on a notebook, if you're taking notes on your phone, can you all just like raise them up to the, like just put them up in the sky real quick? Just let me see those, let me see the notebooks. I love it, love it. Listen, keep your hands up for just a second, keep them up. If, if you can look around, those who have your hands up, you got, you're taking notes, if you can, look around the room and see somebody who's not taking notes. Maybe just give them a little nudge. Like, hey, you should be taking notes right now. Listen, I'm the youth pastor. I'm a, I'm a big believer in harassing people, okay? Big believer in it. Big believer in harassing people. Please, I, I'm, I said it in first service. I was like, please don't do that for real because like, there's going to be some new, new, somebody new. They're going to be like, what? I feel bad about it right now. I feel bad. All right, but, hey, so write this down. If you're taking notes, write this down. Is that when we never know what God's plan is or what he has in store, but if we continue to show up, anything can happen. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. We never know what God's plan is or what he has in store, but if we continue to show up, everybody say, just show up. Anything, everybody say anything. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. And so, listen, God is God. He can do whatever he wants, right? And so if we just show up, anything can happen. He can do miracles. He is the God of impossible. He can do the impossible. But here's the thing. We just have to show up. Everybody say, just show up. And so I've got two ideas that I want to share with you today. And so the, the first idea is this. Showing up makes a difference. Showing up makes a difference, right? And so, again, I've been working out for the past year. I know it looks like it. Look at these big old muscles. Can I get an amen from somebody? Let's go. Come on. And so, when we show up, we, when we show up to the gym, when we show up to a, a workout class, we can, we start to see a difference that we can get fit, right? When we show up, we start to get fit, Maybe we start to build bigger muscles. Maybe we start to build endurance that maybe what we did before we couldn't do, but now we can do it, right? And so I think about over the past year, how different my body looks. I'm not trying to be inappropriate, not trying to be weird, but like how different my body looks, right? Like a year ago, now I have abs, okay? A year ago, I had ab, one. <laughs> Just one. Now there's two. Okay, can I get an amen from somebody, right? But like, I just showed up. And it's, it wasn't like, all right, I just showed up, hung out in my car, did a little bit. Like, I showed up and I put some work in, right? And so, listen, a year later, I could lift more weights than I did before. That I'm stronger now than I was a year later. Last year, I couldn't do a pull-up. I had to use one of those TRX bands and it was hard and it was terrible. And like afterwards, my muscles were really hurting and really sore and I hated it. But now I can do like at least five pull-ups all at one time. That's incredible, right? I wanna see you do five pull-ups, okay? And so a year ago, I could barely do five push-ups at one time. Now I could do 50 right here. Y'all want me to see me do it? Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. No, no, no. I'll be up here like, <gasps> nobody wants to see that. You know, but here's the thing. Showing up makes a difference. I look different 
I can actually finish, finish exercises now than I could a year later. And so showing up makes a difference, right? Show up to school. Show up to a class makes a difference. You know, I always tell students, I give advice to students that are getting ready to go into college. And I'm like, listen, you don't have to be the smartest. Can I get an amen from somebody? Right? I know some of y'all. I know. You don't have to be the smartest. You don't have to be the best note taker. You don't have to be the best test taker. But if you just show up, you're, you're going to get some information. You know, I tell this story about my freshman year of college. My freshman year of college, listen, I was free. Everybody say he was free. I, I had some freedom. My parents weren't there telling me to go to school. I could go to, go to class if I wanted to. And so I, I had the freedom. I was having fun. I'm not going to class. And, and I had one class. It was an 8 a.m. psychology 101 class. Uh, 8 a.m. classes are the worst, okay? And so it's a, it a psychology class. And the professor, his name was Dr. Fisher. No relation. He was boring. I'm not. And so he, he was very boring. And he talked in a very monotone voice. It was very hard to pay any attention, especially during an 8 a.m. class when I'm tired and he's boring and I don't want to be there. And it was very, very boring. And so I was like, I mean, I, I think eventually, I, I cannot remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure that I know I stopped going to class. I can't remember. I might have even skipped the final or I might have went to the final and said, let me just pray to Jesus and hope I get an A. It didn't happen, okay? But, but I, I remember after my freshman year, my GPA was a point eight. Everybody say, that's bad. That's a point eight. That's real bad. And so I realized that if I just showed up to class, I was gonna get a decent grade. And so over the next three years that I, I just showed up, I think I might have missed a handful of classes, but because I just knew that if I just show up, I'm going to get decent grades. And I was able to bring my GPA from a .8 all the way to a 2.9, not because of me, but because of Jesus, but it's because I just showed up. Everybody say, just show up. Just show up. And so, listen, just show up to work. This is for people in the, in, in the, you know, first service. This is for them. But if you just show up to work with a good attitude on time and you work hard, you show up and you work hard, let me just tell you, I believe that if you faithfully show up, somebody is going to pay attention. Somebody's going to notice, hey, that person shows up. That person is committed. And you are going to get opportunity. You're going to get promotion if you just show up, Right? Because God, I mean, this is a biblical concept right here. If you can be faithful with little, God can trust you with a lot. If you can be faithful with a little at your job, I guarantee your bosses will say, I can trust you with a lot more. And so just show up. Everybody say, just show up. And so, listen, just show up to church. Everybody just keep looking straight ahead. Don't, don't look at your neighbor. Don't do it. Don't do it. All right, just show up to church. Don't just show up when you feel like it. Don't just show up when it's nice and sunny outside. Or maybe it's like nice and sunny so that I don't want to go to that church because I want to hang out outside all day. Like, just, just show up. 
right? And let me just tell somebody today, because maybe you might be confused. Church starts at 11.15, okay? Show up at 11.15. No, 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 correct that. Show up at like 11.10, get your kids checked into to, you know, children's area, and then come up, get your seat, and get ready for worship, right? Church does not start at 11.30, 11.45, halfway through the message. Like church starts at 11.15. Can I get an amen from somebody, right? And so show, everybody say, just show up. Just show up. Just show up consistently. Don't just show up one time a month. Don't just show up whenever you feel like it. Just show up every single week. Because here's the thing. If you just show up, transformation is going to start to take place in your life. Change is going to happen in your life. Come on, just show up for your kids. Come on, just show up for your family. Just show up for your marriage. Listen, showing up is not, I'm gonna be on my phone hanging out in the same room, but showing up is putting your phone down and having a conversation, being connected and committed to each other. Show up for your, your friends, show up for your family, show up for your marriage, show up for your kids. And here's the thing, you're not gonna see immediate results, right? You're not going to show up one time like, all right, listen, look at these big old muscles now. Look at me go. I just showed up for my marriage. Look at my marriage is good now. Like you got you to gotta do it every single day, right? And, and here's the thing. It's, you're not going to see immediate results. But over time, you're going to see transformation start to take place. You're going to see your body start to be transformed. You're going to see your spirit start to be transformed. You're going to see your heart start to be transformed. You're going to see your mind start to be transformed. That you're going to be able to look a year later and say, I am not who I was then, and I know I'm not going to be who I am later in a year, right? And so everybody say, just show up. And so the second idea that I want to make today is this, is that showing up creates a habit. Habits create patterns, and patterns lead to your destiny and your reputation. Come on, let me say it again. Showing up creates a habit. Habits create your patterns, and patterns create your destiny and your reputation. See, when you show up, it starts to become a habit, right? You know, you showing up, and, and you do it every single day, it starts to become something that is routine, it starts to become something that you do consistency or consistently. And so studies show that it, it takes about 10 weeks for a new habit to be formed. And so that means that you have to show up 10 weeks in a row to church before that habit starts to become a routine then, right? And so, but when you show up and it becomes a habit, it takes 10 weeks, eventually it's gonna become an easier and easier thing to do. Now, after a year, my alarm goes off, I lay there for about two minutes, but then I get up because I know I got somewhere to go, I've got an accountability part, I need to get to the gym, and so it's just become easier and easier to get up at an earlier time, right? And so it becomes easier, and then eventually our habits will turn into our patterns. And so our patterns are, what we do, how we do it, and when we do it. And so you're, you might have a pattern that I'm going to wake up and the first thing that I'm going to do is start to scroll social media. And so that has become your, hat, your pattern, right? That that's the first thing that you do. The pattern that I have every single day is that I wake up, 
usually about 4.45, 5 o'clock. I wake up, I get dressed. I already have clothes on, don't worry, I just change into different clothes, okay? I get dressed, I brush my teeth because good hygiene. You know, put on some deodorant because I don't want to stink. I, I, I go and I take a pre-workout, I drive to the gym, I sit in my, my, my truck for about 10 minutes and I go in and I get a workout. And see, that has become my pattern. Patterns then lead to our destiny. They lead to our reputation. And so it is about who you are and who you're becoming. You know, I think back to 12 years ago when I first started coming to the church. I, I had a pattern that I'd wear khaki shorts and a polo shirt. That was, my, that was like my outfit, that was my fit. And so my reputation, because I had a pattern, that's what I wore, the reputation that I started having was that sports guy. That guy likes sports, or that guy is a PE teacher. It's close, I worked in college athletics, but you know. And so that became my reputation. You know, as I started showing up, everybody said, just show up. As I started showing up to church over and over and I started getting involved, I caught the eye of my beautiful wife. And so 10 years later, we are married and have been. And so, surprising, I guess, have been, I don't know. Anyways, but we're married. And so my destiny is now, I'm in a committed relationship in a marriage for the rest of my life. That's my destiny, right? And so, listen, if you have a reputation of always late, or if you're always late, that is gonna start to become your reputation. If you have a, a habit that becomes a pattern, that becomes your destiny and reputation. If you have a habit and a pattern of spending more than you make, guess what? Your reputation and your pattern and your destiny is gonna be the fact that you're always broke, you're always in debt, and you're always living paycheck to paycheck to paycheck that you can never be generous. You can never get out from, you know, living that lifestyle of living paycheck to paycheck, but you're always, you can never get ahead because you're always, you have that pattern of spending more money than you make. And so maybe you have a pattern, you go from relationship to relationship. Listen, you're setting up your destiny for divorce. You're setting up your destiny for somebody to, or even your reputation for somebody to say, you're crazy, right? But here's the thing, patterns are, ha are showing up creates a habit, habits create patterns and patterns lead to our destiny and our reputation. So I wanna ask this question today, who do you wanna be? Who do you wanna be? Because when we identify who we want to be, we can then show up and do the do, right? When we, show, when we say, hey, this is who, I, I wanna be a generous person, guess what? You can say, now I'm going to put a budget together. I know who I want to be. And so I know who I wanna be and so I can start showing up and doing the things that I need to do to become that person. And so you have to identify who you want to be first, but then you have to put the systems in place to accomplish those things, right? You gotta put systems in place. I, I heard this quote, I love Craig Rochelle. I'm, I'm pretty sure he said this. He said that systems don't achieve, or he says goals don't achieve success, systems help you achieve success. 
And so we have to have the right systems in place. And so if you're like, hey, I wanna be a generous person. I wanna be able to give my tithe and offering. Hey, I wanna encourage you. You might have to put a system in place of putting a budget together so you don't spend more money than you make, right? Listen, if you're like, hey, I, I, wanna, I wanna show up to church every single Sunday, every time that the doors are open, listen, put it in your calendar. Set, a, set an alarm so you can wake up in the morning to get to church on time not at 11.45, right? Like put systems in place. And so, because here's the thing, anything can happen when we just show up. God can do anything when we just show up. And so here's the thing, anything can happen when we continue to show up. Transformation can happen, both physically, mentally, spiritually, Transformation can happen when we continue to show up. Who you are now is not gonna be who you're gonna be in one year because you're gonna continue to keep showing up. Come on, everybody say, just show up. Listen, if you just show up, you're gonna be able to get more opportunity. You're gonna give, you're, you're gonna be you know, given more opportunities, more promotions. You're gonna be given more things when you just show up because if you can be faithful with a little, God can trust you with a lot. Come on. When we show up, we can see God do incredible and amazing things. And here's what I know, that God wants to do incredible and amazing things. When we continue to show up, we are gonna draw closer to Jesus when we continue to show up. When we show up in our, in our quiet time, when we show up and we read our Bible, when we show up and we pray, when we, when we show up to pre-service prayer, when we show up to First Wednesday prayer, if we continue to show up, we are gonna become, we're gonna draw closer and closer to Jesus, that we're not gonna become who we are right now, we're gonna become somebody better. And so everybody say, just show up. Continue to keep showing up. Last scripture for today, Galatians chapter six, verse nine. And it says, so let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we'll reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Don't give up, continue to keep showing up. You know, the greatest person to ever show up in our life was Jesus Christ. He showed up as a baby born in a manger and he grew up and he became the savior of our life, that he died on a cross for your sins and for my sins that he was crucified on a cross, was buried in a grave and was resurrected so we could have a personal relationship with Jesus and God. And so Jesus is the greatest person to ever show up in our life. He shows up in the good days and he shows up in the bad days. He shows up in, in, in the worst days and, and when we're at our worst, but he shows up when we're even at our best. He shows up. It, in the moments that we're broken, but he also shows up in the moments that we're healed. He shows up always. But here's the thing, because he's, he's omnipresent and he's omnipotent. He is everywhere and everywhere, always. And here's the thing, is that he showed up in your life. But the thing is, we need to have an open heart to receive him as our Lord and Savior. We, we need to open our heart up to, he, he is always there. He is always showing up. But are we, is our heart open to truly receiving Him and, and, and re having Him as our Lord and Savior in our life? And so if you're here today, maybe you're lost, maybe you're broken, 
Maybe, maybe you've walked away or you feel distant from a relationship with Jesus. Listen, I wanna encourage you to open up your heart because Jesus wants to respond. He wants to show up in your life, but it's about having us having an open heart to receive him. And so if you're here today and you're saying, I, I, I want Jesus to show up in my life. I'm hurting right now. I need him to show up in my life. I feel so distant from him. I wanna give you the opportunity to respond. Say, Jesus, I'm opening my heart up to you. I receive you as my Lord. I'm gonna have everybody bow their heads and close their eyes. And so if you're here today, I, I wanna give you an opportunity to let Jesus in to your life. I'm gonna count to three and all I want you to do is to raise your hand that you're saying, Pastor Jeremiah, I'm opening up my heart to Jesus today. I, I need him to show up in my life right now. One, God loves you. Two, you're never gonna be the same. Three, if that's you, if that's you I ask you to raise your hand right now. And you're just signaling, Jesus, I open my, my heart up to you right now. I open my life up to you right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, I thank you for every hand in this room right now. God, I pray that right now you'd show up in their life. God, you'd show up in their turmoil. God, you'd show up even in the victory moments. But God, would you show up and God, would you make your presence felt in their life? They, they, they would have no doubt about it that God, you are real and that God, you are present and that God, you brought your son into this earth to bring us salvation and redemption. God, thank you that you showed up even in our darkest moments, that you loved us enough, that you sacrificed your life for us. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, if you were one of those that raised your hand, I, I wanna say thank you. I, I know the angels in heaven are celebrating right now because you made that decision. But I, I'm gonna have everybody repeat this prayer after me, but this is for those who accepted Jesus today. I'm gonna have everybody repeat this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I open up my life to your love and to your Lordship. I need you and I want you in my life. I know I've sinned, I know I've messed up, but I'm coming to the cross where you paid for my forgiveness. Help me to become the person that you created me to be. In your name, amen. Come on, can we give God a shout of praise today?